Music has changed. How it makes us feel never will. The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Brought to you by Old Mutual. Hi, I'm Mac G, and this is the Amp Studios Creative Industry Podcast, a series of masterclasses that are designed to help you build a business in the music industry. Proudly brought to you by Old Mutual. Amp Studios is a free culture hub facility situated in the heart of downtown Johannesburg in Newtown with uh, world-class recording studios, co-working spaces, video facilities, a stage and streaming facilities all free and designed to help young artists build a career in the music industry. If you'd like to be a part of the Amp Studios or check out all the masterclasses and content we've created for you, just go to www.ampstudios.co.za or send us your name to our WhatsApp line on 081-707-6636. That's 081-707-6636. This week we bring you the second part of DJ Fresh's Masterclass and on this episode Fresh unlocks the principle one needs to have to understand how to have a career with longevity. Not only has the internet somewhat evened the playing field, I think even the pandemic to a certain extent has evened the playing field and it's allowed all of us to almost start from scratch in either building or rebuilding or reconnecting with our online databases. Those that have always realized that because I'm online and people want content and I can provide the content, I think those are the kids that are already uh, streets ahead of those that are not doing that. And I preach this all the time. You need to work the internet. Work the internet to death. I had Steve Harvey on my radio show And I was telling him about a time I was in Atlanta. I think I saw him on four or five TV shows. He was doing breakfast radio in Atlanta, but his show was syndicated across I don't know how many other states. And I remember saying to um, Steve Harvey, aren't you worried about being overexposed? He said, there's seven billion people on this planet. Until all of them know me, I'm not overexposed. And I'd never viewed it like that. Because often, for instance, I'd even turn down interviews because I don't want to be overexposed. There's always someone who doesn't know you. There's always someone who maybe knows you but is not, doesn't really catch what you're all about. It's for that reason, in fact, that as much as the cliche is you're only as good as your last radio show, that's actually the truth. If I'm hearing you for the first time and that's the only time I'm going to hear you or see you or watch you, and you don't impress me the first time, I'm not coming back. So we need to stop taking it for granted that because you have an online presence, everyone knows you, now you must relax, now you must stop making an effort. There's a journalist who spoke about Michael Jordan when they played, when the Bulls played an exhibition match in, I think it was in Paris, in France. He said Michael Jordan believes that there's always someone in the crowd that has never seen him play before. It's for that reason that he'll always play this match like it's the only match that matters in the world. Your career needs to be treated like that. There are people out there who don't know who the hell you are. I mean, there are so many good universities and colleges that offer a decent, um, you know, either media studies or full-on journalism, if that's what you want to do. But if you are able to study and you can afford to study, I always say, you're better off, despite how talented you are, 
you're better off backing your talent with some sort of formal information and learning uh, than not. You just need, need to decide what works for your pocket and is the course suited to where you want to go with your career. I'd wanted to be on Metro since I was 15 years old. And then things worked out the way they did or didn't work out the way they did. But I've always been a be ready for the next move kind of guy. So when I moved from 5FM to Metro, I was literally given a day to think about it and then three days to put a radio show together. But all of that was stuff I was ready to do. I always have a plan for the next move. So if I was to lose my job at 947 today, I already have a plan for the next move because I've got ducks in a row at the place I want to go to next. I hope you guys haven't changed your minds. But anyway, so for me, it's always be ready. You, nothing is guaranteed, especially when you're working for the man. Nothing is guaranteed. Learn from people that always have someone on standby in case you leave them. There are people that have dropped out of school, even dropped out of matric to pursue the art or whatever it is they felt they were talented at. But very few people make it work at a level that it made sense to have quit your nine to five in the first place. So don't look at, for instance, a Casper and say Casper didn't even get his matric and he's succeeding, therefore I wanna drop out of high school. Those people are anomalies. Those people, it's, it's one in 20 million. So don't think because someone else did it, you know, the ground is fertile for you too to drop out. Don't take it for granted how important it is to be financially stable. I mean, the lessons I've learned from, for, from pandemic, for instance, because I've always preached, do you have three months of pay that if you lose your job for three months, you're fine? A lot of us have been without incomes for six months now. So obviously that three months of savings ideas out the window, are you taking your money and putting it into something else? Someone like a Prince KB, he's doing trucking for instance. Um, I mean, are you making enough that it allows you to diversify and make money elsewhere? I think gone are the days of saying, I'm gonna just be a singer and nothing else. So I think, think about it and be sure. There's a lot of good singers who are very hungry. Yes, their souls are fulfilled, their souls are full, but you can only eat so much of a full soul. And unfortunately, filled souls don't pay rent or bonds. One thing I've learned along the way is, especially when doing business with friends, you need to reach a point where you ask yourself the question, is this friendship worth sacrificing for money? There are great opportunities, for instance, that I have let go of to do business with a friend because for me that friendship meant so much more than if I was to lose it because of money. So there are friends I will do business with, but there are friends that I won't do business with because I don't want to lose that friendship. The past six months of lockdown, of the pandemic, has probably left a lot of people in the arts feeling very despondent. So I think for me, the biggest wish and hope right now is that things eventually open up so that people can start earning and maybe people can start making different financial decisions. And you know, you hear people, especially on social media, literally having zero empathy for the, for the arts. You see a lot of people saying, 
but you, you guys are always posting your decadent lifestyles on social media. Uh, why are you telling us right now that uh, you don't have any income? You know, the reality is the five to 10 people that you might see on social media posting the AMGs and whatever else and the massive mansions, that's less than 1% of the industry. 99.9% .9 of this industry are people you'll never even know, whose faces you'll never see. There's crew here. Without what we're doing right now, this crew don't have a job. They don't have an income. And I think people need to realize and learn the fact that the entertainment industry is actually bigger than your five faves who might be flaunting their lifestyles. So having said that, though, my hope is that we can, obviously, we need, we're, we're rebuilding from scratch. I mean, the arts, I believe, have been decimated by this pandemic. So the fact that we're having to build from scratch means that we're having to maybe reevaluate our relationships with money. It's bad enough you're getting paid rubbish. It's bad enough you're living from gig to mouth, from gig to mouth. It's difficult for you to save when you're earning just enough to live. I wish I had a silver bullet solution or an answer, but we're rebuilding from scratch. Eh? And I think the more we can share ideas in terms of maybe you found a way that works for you to rebuild or to have a relationship with your finances, I, th I think we need to all be a part of that solution. My business of being a DJ is structured in terms of Big Dog Productions is the company I set up as a means of managing my multiple incomes. But the way we work is, you can either go to my website, djfresh.dj, and there's a booking form there. You send us the booking form. What's the event? Is it sponsored? Is it indoor? Is it outdoor? And uh, we get back to you with a quote. And if you like the quote, sign the contract, pay the deposit, and then you pay the balance before the event. And one of the reasons we structure it that way is there's nothing worse than having to chase after payment after the fact. And uh, often uh, people argue, but what if I don't show up? Um, I'll tell you right now that I take pride in my business, so I show up. Um, I mean, I've missed flights to Zim and driven to Zim because I show up. You know, I missed a flight, I think I was doing Rage in Durban, and the, the 10 flight I missed, and I drove to Durban, I drove to Belito. I think I played at four or five in the morning, but I show up. So, but yeah, that's how my business is structured. But put everything in, in writing. Paper trail is very important um, because you, tomorrow there's a dispute and there's no paper trail because you agreed over the phone. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Amp Studios Music Industry Podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after these. Old Mutual Rewards is designed to educate and empower you financially while rewarding you for your progress along the way. You will receive points for taking steps towards your financial dreams and depending on the number of financial needs you have met with certain Old Mutual products, you will earn additional points. Points can be redeemed in a variety of ways. You can reinvest your points into the savings portion of your Old Mutual money account Alternatively, you can buy prepaid airtime, data bundles or vouchers which you can use to shop at our reward partner stores. Voucher codes are sent to you electronically in an email or SMS and can simply be shown or read out to the cashier. It's that simple. You can even donate your points to charity. Earning and spending points is a lot of fun, 
but the real reward is being empowered to make better financial decisions. Old Mutual Rewards is free and accessible to all, so take the first step towards financial freedom and sign up today at www.oldmutual.co.za forward slash rewards. Welcome back. Let's get back into this week's Amp Studios Music Industry Podcast. So we started doing Fresh House Flavor. Now, when you start doing CD releases and you're selling platinum, double platinum, you start getting decent checks. So for three years, whenever we released a new house flavor, I released a new car. Until, again, my mentor, Oskido, I remember there was a time I get to Oskido's house and he's driving a, a Corolla. So I was like, where's the ML? He's like, no, I've decided I'm gonna focus on property and I suggest you start doing the same. That's when I started realizing that, listen, stop blowing money on cars. You don't live in your car. Uh, so for me, cars have started being functional so that I could rather save money for my kids' education. I can rather pay off a bond if that's what I need to do. I think I blew a lot of money on cars unnecessarily, and I regret that. One thing I'm learning is what you put on social media could be the difference between whether or not someone wants to work with you, someone wants to use you as an influencer. So I used to post a lot of comedic content on my Instagram, for instance. And I remember there's a time I posted a video of a guy humping the exhaust of a car. And it got all the likes and people are laughing, blah, 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 whatever it is. And two months later, a financial institution that want to work with me. Do you know that I lost what was probably going to be a six-figure deal, if not a seven-figure deal, based on that one post that they felt wouldn't align with what they stand for and it's offensive and whatever else. So because of that, I have to curate what I put on social media, thinking beyond just the fact that I might find it funny and 10,000 people might find it funny, but how does it affect how I'm perceived out there. For me personally, I'm being more careful now. But also because what happens on social media stays on social media. Often you think you deleted it, life goes on. If it's on the internet, it's on the internet. It's on the internet forever. So, so I think, yeah, let's, let's be careful with our social media. It's important that you sign your own checks. You need to be hands-on when it comes to your money issues. It doesn't matter how small you're earning or how little you're earning for your initial gigs. If you're able to draw a salary based on whatever expenses you have per month and leave the rest in the company account if you've set up a company, do that. Because often we want to blow every cent as it comes in. So even if you're charging 100 Rand for a gig, if you can set aside 25 Rand and put it in savings and make sure your expenses fit within the rest of the 75 Rand, then do that. I mean, as you can see with COVID right now, our industry is the last when it comes to priorities. I mean, we are still not working. We're six months in, and we're it's only now with restaurants opening that some people are starting to gig. That is why it's important that not only are your finances in order, that despite how little you might think you're making, save something. When you start earning in the millions, still sign your own checks. I trust nobody with my finances, nobody. So before I came and sat here, I literally went to the loo and I sat with myself for just five minutes, just listening to my thoughts 
and just trying to get into the zone. Remember, I don't like public speaking. So despite the fact that I've been talking for uh, an hour, I'm out of my comfort zone. I am not enjoying doing this, but I understand why I need to do it. I understand why I need to not be afraid to face my fears all the time, because that's how you grow. That's how you sharpen your knife. And because my purpose demands that I do things like this, that is why I'm here. But I don't have routines uh, when it comes to my DJ sets. I don't plan my sets either. Normally what I do is I'll ask the promoter, send me the entire lineup so that I know generally where I fit in the bigger scheme of the event. Because based on who's playing before you and after you, and if you know that style of play, you're better positioned to know how to add value to that event. So because I'm versatile, I, I, I can play anything, uh, including gospel. And I know that there's been two guys before me that are gonna play I'm a piano. The guy after me might play hip hop. I need to play something totally different. I feel we don't give paying patrons value for money. Often the DJ arrives five minutes before a set, plays his set and he leaves. Where's the value in that, that you've played five songs that I heard from the previous set? So for me, little things like that uh, go a long way. Find out how you can plug into it, be of value, so that when you leave, you know you've made your mark. The book for me that changed my life, there's a couple actually. There's the, the monk who sold his Ferrari. I read Capitalist N-Word. <laughs> Um, I read The Richest Man in Babylon. In fact, I got The Richest Man in Babylon from uh, DJ Tira. Uh, so shout out uh, DJ Tira. Those are some of the books that I've read that for me uh, uh, made sense. And The Alchemist, The Alchemist. There's no secret to it. Hard work pays off. Knowing your story pays off. Not being full of crap pays off. I've got an army behind me because I've avoided burning bridges as much as possible. I've been of value to so many people that I could pick up my phone right now and call them and say, yo, I need a leg up here. And I know for a fact they'll do it because I have built that network of people. Build that network, work that network, but don't think you are too talented not to work hard to keep your job. But having said that though, I think within radio, unfortunately, there'll always only be a handful of people that endear themselves to such a wide and cross-section of people that they could work on any radio station and make it work. So I don't think it's a secret. Not only do I work damn hard, I respect the job that I do. Um, I'm always learning and I know my audience. If you know your audience, you can deliver and cater to your audience. Like, how can that go wrong as a formula? A lot of broadcasters broadcast at people. I'm the guy on the radio, I'm gonna tell you what you need to hear, versus I know who you are on the other side of the radio, and I'd like to share some information with you that might be of uh, mutual benefit to the, to the two of us. So for me, all those little things are put together are one of the ways you can stay in this industry for as long as I have. I think, Sadly, and I don't know if it's an African thing where we age certain things. We'll say, but you're too old to be doing this or you're too old to be doing that. If it's what feeds your soul, it's your passion, and you can make money from it, 
ride it until the wheels fall off. Mama Miriam Makeba died after performing. You're never too old to make your passion your career for the rest of your life. So I think we need to stop that, uh, no, now you're too old to be on stage. No, too old for whom? If you have an audience, you have a fan base, service that audience and that fan base. And stop listening to the noise on the side. Not only does our lack of self-esteem become a barrier in getting us, ourselves forward, there's also noise around us that might feed that low self-esteem. So you need to shut out that noise and focus. That was an Amp Studios Music Industry Podcast brought to you by Old Mutual. I hope you're learning a lot and loving the series. Please subscribe right now to make sure you don't miss out on more. And if you'd like to see videos or access more content or even use the Amp Studios facilities, or maybe you just want to be part of our Amp Studios journey, go to our website. That's ampedstudios.co.za, A-M-P-D-studios.co.za and sign up there. You can also sign up by sending your name to our WhatsApp line on 81 707 Double six three six. That's oh eight one seven zero seven double six three six. Music has changed. How it makes us feel never will. The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Brought to you by Old Mutual.